It's another edition of the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist Show. Tracking the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week. Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. Broadcasting around the globe. With your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the R.I.C. Rick Saratella. We are on air. Back at it again. It's a special edition. A special edition here on location. NEC. Conference media day here at MetLife Stadium in 2017. We're going to break it all down for you. We want to thank uh, Andrew Alia and Commissioner Norris, Ralph Ventry, the whole crew at NEC for having us. We're going to talk about the uh, preseason poll that just came out today, the all-conference selections, of course, the NFL Draft Bibles here on location in affiliation with the College Gridiron Showcase. We have Craig Fred in the building today. And this is what we do. We get some background information on uh, some players. We're going to get to talk to the coaches. We're going to uh, pre- preview the season and preview all the best players in the Northeast Conference based out of New Jersey here. And, um, you know, we're going to have special guests throughout the day. Uh, the rundown here, if you're tuning in on the live stream, We've got the Facebook roll and the Twitter. Uh, we'll be Aaron live on blogtalkradio.com. Of course, if you're listening, but we'll have Bryant University, Central Connecticut State, Duquesne, Robert Morris, Sacred Heart, St. Francis, and Wagner University. We're just getting started. Two hours of power, commercial free, brought to you by the folks at Parabolic Forms and Rehab. Check out goparabolic.com. Now they're in the sports facility, largest on the East Coast. So all you players out there watching, uh, when it comes to NFL Combine training time, GoParabolic.com over there at Portico Sports, largest facility east of the Mississippi, and we're uh, proud to be with them. We'll have uh, behind the access, of course, tomorrow we'll be at the ball camp. But today, about the Northeast Conference, and I know we're going live on ESPN, and uh, they're going to announce the preseason all-conference team. We're going to have our first test of the day coming up here shortly. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, we will uh, talk about some of the predicted order of finish here, the, the preseason poll. Hopefully we can talk about it. They're going to unveil it anyway. But maybe we'll do it here on the NFL draft. Bible. So the defending champs, you came, uh, receiving four first-place votes. St. Francis uh, predicted second with one first-place vote. Wagner coming in third with Two first place votes, so one more first place vote than St. Francis, but they came third. And then Central, Central Connecticut, Connecticut Bryant, and Robert Mars. Now, uh, we, we did have quite a few players from the Northeast Conference in the Cosmic Iron Showcase this past year, and we're looking forward to uh, maybe finding some more prospects for this year. So, uh, looking forward to it, and uh, we'll talk to all the head coaches to run down the game. Of what's going on. Of course, spelldraftbible.com 2018 prospectus available now for download. Just go to spelldraftbible.com and, you know, while we're waiting for our first guest, uh, maybe we'll get Craig Red tuned in here. If he gets uh, a headset on when you get a chance, Craig, you can hop in here. We'll talk about how good our shifts some of the things that are going on there. Exciting time. Welcome to the show, my man. Thank you. Yeah, so, you guys got a whole new setup. They got your setup sweet right Yeah, here. we're trying. We're trying. So the uh, the uh, NEC is very kind to us, and, and we're uh, thankful for having us host our show here. Let's get up the uh, Cogsburg Showcase 
platform for FCS schools, FCS schools. And to me, one of my favorite parts about it is when we get those FCS guys like Christian Cohn from Duquesne who came out, showed up out last year, and uh, going up and SEC guys. I mean, there's nothing better like it than, than that kind of competition. That's what we're all about. I mean, it's, it, you know, doesn't matter where you play tight. That, that's the model for a reason. Yeah, it does. It's, uh, it's not where you play tight play. And this past year, 130 NFL scouts came out, uh, 30 of the 32 NFL teams, a handful of the teams up north came, and uh, that's what it's all about. And, and, you know, there's guys still out there uh, finding opportunities from the Cubs that are on ships. I know a wide receiver, our guy, Kendall Sanders, signed yesterday, I think, with Toronto. And uh, Christian Kuntz was uh, in a camp and then playing in the Spring League showcase. So, uh got players scattered all across the country in training camp now and just kicking off. We spoke to a bunch of guys today who are heading to camp. Uh, they're they're all getting ready. You know, we have the guys who are going to the Bears. We have probably about three or four guys going to the Bears. They they reported and started their own field rookie stuff yesterday. Uh, our guys, the Dolphins, you know, just spoke to Drew Morgan yesterday. Drew was actually boarding the plane. He did start work today. So, you know, they're, 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 everyone's getting ready. It's great. And, you know, I know um, had a, over 100 guys in the rookie camps and OTAs during the offseason. How many college gridiron showcases and what do we have heading into training camp? 88. 88. 88 heading to camp this week. And and I know I'm getting ready to hit the NFL Road Show, catch up maybe with a dozen or two dozen guys along the way. So, uh, you know, keep locked for that kind of coverage. Uh, we'll, we'll bring, bring you up to date, you know, know with these cops. Case, we were down, down there in uh, Texas in January. We'll catch, catch up with them six months later and see how they're doing. And it's really cool. Speaking of tracking these guys, is towards the underdog trailer. Oh, please. Yeah, the unsung heroes. That's can't, can't wait. Tell the people about what's happening. Yeah, so some exciting things. Uh, we wound up having a company reach out to us and they want to produce a documentary on, on CGS and our event and some of the players that we have coming to the event. So we're really excited about that. So it looks like the documentary is going to be called Unsung Heroes. And it's going to follow CGS, our behind-the-scenes stuff. It's going to follow a few of our players who are really trying to get themselves prepared, show their journey to CGS, and then their journey to the NFL. Very cool stuff. We're excited about it. I'm excited, too, because, you know, I think that's really where when you talk about a lot of stuff the NFL is doing with their Amazon series and, uh, you know, we've seen Hard Knocks, now they've got the undrafted show on the NFL Network. I think that's really the direction that the new media, the NFL, is turning towards. You're seeing now Fox Sports get away with the all writers. Every Sports Illustrated just followed for the football. Gone. They got, got money more than quarterback. quarterback. Everybody's on, on the video. video. They want behind the scenes. Fans want, want the access. access. And that's, that's what the story of the underdog is going to be all about, is following these guys. What it's, it's like, like, not just between the, the sidelines, but off the field, too. We, you know, we're going to catch up with these guys in every city they're playing. So it's going to be really cool stuff. And really, I don't think any all-star is doing anything like that. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think I mentioned to you a while back, 60% of the CGS players from year one to now get opportunities at the NFL level. Just last year, we were right on 
they think it's just an all-star event, but it's also called the Proud Gridiron Showcase and Symposium for a reason. I know you guys value the symposium part very much, and I, that's really as much of an education from from the coaching staff that are you know guys like you know you mentioned Kendall Sanders, well, Marvin Jones, he was our defensive coordinator. He was coached in Colorado Crush out there with Jose Jefferson for a little bit, and then had Kendall Sanders. And because you know you come down to build the network, and guys like Marvin Jones, very well connected within the NFL community, the CFL community, but he had still come perform well, hit up uh, some of his contacts. Next thing you know, he's getting an opportunity, and that's really, I mean, that's what the showcase and symposium part, you know, you, you get to hear guys, you know, Keith Bullock spoke to these guys, Rod Graves spoke to these guys, Rod Newhouse, uh, Red Agency, uh, you know, Red Sports Group, we them as well, a little people about what you did that. Yeah, and, you know, when you have 
the quarterback in the conference, that's probably a good reason why they got two of the seven first place votes because, I mean, this guy can play it foot five, uh, 225. And uh, his coach, Haas, uh, is really building the program, turned it upside down uh, like, a, like a salt shaker and just shook it around. I mean, one in the first year, five last year. Looking for them to take even a further step, and even the NFL is paying attention because their uh, offensive coordinator got picked up, uh, went over to San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. Now the QB coach in San Francisco, he's actually running the Kyle Shanahan offense there at Wagner style type of system. I mean, this is this is this is what NFL talent evaluators want. Absolutely, I'm not sure if you heard the interview from Bruce Arians or if you read it. No. Scathing interview about all these quarterbacks who are not running the pro style and coming out of the spread. Uh, it's not real football. I think. Yeah, he, he wasn't really very happy with the leadership of the quarterback. So Alex has an advantage being in a pro style offense, being used to be under, you know, under center. That's going to really help him. If he builds upon what he did last year. Uh, he, he's in a really good situation. And yeah, no, no doubt, doubt about, about it. it. And I know uh, Coach, Coach uh, Patterson that I spoke to up there used to be a coach at Fordham. And he was there when uh, John Skelton was there, former Arizona Cardinals quarterback. And uh, he said Thompson is a better prospect than Skelton. Hey, for whatever that's worth, I mean, hey, that's exactly right. And uh, I think they were putting his, his name in the records up there in Fordham. So, uh, you know, not, not too shabby for Alex Tom. Now, Wagner's got a couple guys. Uh, you know, they have a, a dancing bear on the offensive line, a basketball conversion guy to, yeah, to the line. Sinat, I think. And that's a guy that, you know, we're going to have to do diligence on that we're hearing a little bit of a buzz about. Uh, Baskerville, the defensive lineman there, Jordan Baskerville. See, he made – uh, first team all conference and uh, like I said the Wagner team don't sleep on these guys if you can go and check out their um, their roster I mean these guys are from Florida uh, they got guys from Texas I don't know I'm have to pass on and ask him how he does it but it's quite a piece to be out in Staten Island
is only going to be a junior. Uh, and also the safety that we're going to have on uh, Malik Duncan is in the building today. I spoke to him the Cleveland, Ohio native. So, um, Coach Villarreal getting it done, man. All, all these coaches now in, in, in these conferences, they realize there's a lot of good football players out there who maybe they're not FBS players yet. But you, you go, go get, get them, them because I get recruited. If some, some of them are getting recruited, but they're, you know, possible walk-ons who might not play right away. Hey, come, 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 come to us. us. You're going to get a chance to compete. You're going to get a chance to play, and you're going to play good ball. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, we got a couple of uh, head coaches in the Well, we have all the head coaches in the field. There was another one here with some pro experience. I looking for a fantastic with Steelers, I'm proud of the name, but uh, hey, we're going to bring it to you all. We're just getting started. We're just getting underway. I know our producer is uh, seeking down some guests for us uh, to get started here, and uh, we'll get the super producer, Sam, in the building, Diamond D, and uh, our wonderful, wonderful photographer, Adrian, in the house. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're getting started. We're going to find out where... Uh, our guests are producer, yeah. Oh, we got two guests coming up, and uh, who we got coming, you know? This is exciting, second year in a row, loving it. Yeah, yeah this, this is two years back then. Oh, yeah, we got Brian College coming up first, so uh, you know what? We got Matt Sewell, the uh. Kick return extraordinaire. Beaver. Wide receiver from Portsmouth, Rhode Island, as a matter of fact. So, uh, no stranger to seafood, I'm sure. Uh, Craig, I'm going to let you hop off and talk to these guys before they hop on. And, uh, thanks for joining us. But, uh, Craig Red, co founder of Cosby Ryan Showcase, CFAllStar.com. First class kind of guy. <laughs> Kevin Gilbride in the building here on location at the uh, 2017 NBC Media Day, the Social Media Day, and um, that was Craig Red College is in the building, and uh, really getting started here. This is Travis Garza. We're uh, got a lot of things going on for you. We are um, just getting situated. Bear with us, everyone, as we get going, and Matt Sewell. Be joining us along with Patrick Campania, and uh, we'll be talking as soon as they get situated. Last year they were five and six, four and two in the conference, uh, sixth place finish. We actually uh, we had your guys' quarterback uh, uh, Dalton Bryant down at the college showcase this past year. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, thanks. How's it going? All right, now. How's uh, the, the juicy life treating you? And uh, how about you? Yeah, All right. Well, you know, New England, you got the seafood going on up there. It's a big deal. So maybe down here, get a bunch of pizza, fire something like that. But uh, let's talk about. Uh, your prediction here, you know, the, the uh, media, they had their poll, and you guys are up to get 
sixth place right now. So your take and thoughts and impressions on that. He's going to be an underdog of the year. You know, we can do, we know we can do it. The past three years, we've shown that. The story of the underdog, right? Exactly. So, we don't work hard. But pretty good in the conference. We're still in the conference, so maybe we'll just build on that and know what happens, right? Now, how about for you? You you do a little bit of everything. You returned 100 uh, yards per game last year, over 1,100 all yards. Return extraordinaire, catching the ball, doing some reverses coming out of the backfield too, or what? Yeah, it definitely makes up on you know being with Army Knights, I guess. Uh, doing a little bit of everything, anything Coach asked me, um, I feel like I have the ability to do, so I'm just really excited to see what's going on. Yeah, I got some on you, and uh, you got film out there, so I'm going to look to build on that again here. Uh, you know, Patrick, I, I, I got to be honest, I haven't had a chance to break you down yet, so enlighten me. What do, what do the Italian evaluators fans and people going to see what kind of player when they came to film on you would bring to the table? Yeah, I think that's 
NFL draft spot, but you really can't get a better kind of scouting report on the wide receivers from the quarterback. I mean, about this guy. I mean, there's nothing you can't like about him. He's got great hands. He's fast, quick. He's always open. Yeah. <laughs> Which line yeah, out is it, right? He's open, he's open right now. He's right from the ball. He's getting ready to go. Uh, how about some trainer? Are they going to end around the first and Now, you know, I did not get a chance to attend your games last year. So, you know, I got to ask, I see uh, Coach Rossamano, Peter Rossamano, the fourth year type coach, just nine wins the past year. But a pretty good uh, finish. What what is the difference do you feel this year from this Um, it's our experience alone, honestly. We've got almost everybody coming back, so there's no reason why we shouldn't be right now. returning Any players that we should keep a look out for? Um I can name it like a handful. Okay. So then we're expecting really big things here. No reason not to. You're on board with that? I've said this many times before. That's all I can say. What do you think? Experience or leadership on offense and how about you match up uh, in practice against the other side of the ball? Who, who are you going up against the most one-on-one in practice? It's all of these. We have a little bit of a I'm ready for these explosive 
high flying offense, man. You say you got a lot of talent, so I'm looking forward to the big Ben. The connection over here. Antonio Brown, the next Antonio Brown, the big Ben over here. So we appreciate it, fellas. Thank you very much. Keep it locked. We're still on the live stream here. We got it going on Twitter, Facebook, of course. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're going to archive all our interviews on the NFLGraphPod.com website. We got the NFL Draft Public YouTube channel. We'll have all of our interviews in its entirety. And, uh, you know, for those of you that were wondering about that documentary trailer, I'd like to let you know the positive activity YouTube channel has that story of the underdog trailer that you can watch and, and get involved with. So uh, we're going to wait for our next poll coming up. Is going to be Duquesne head coach Jerry Smith. And uh, entering now his 13th season with the Dukes up. And uh, he's got a little bit of a dynasty going on. Six-time conference champs. Uh, favored once again for first-place votes. Eight and three a year ago. Five and one in conference. So, uh, you know, we're going to try and get some Duquesne guys and talk to them here. Ben Huss is in the building. Uh, a senior, Nathan Stone, also a linebacker, and uh, of course Jerry Smith, uh, uh, arguably, you could say the case is, is the best coach in this conference. So you uh, hope we get a chance to catch up with him and talk to him. And uh, I will be chatting with Ben Huss. We have him listed uh, at six two three ten team captain, four year starter, three times. Conference selection and a 2017 NC preseason first time selection as well. Uh, Nathan Stone, the linebacker, also Pennsylvania, four year starter as well, 232 career tackles, 12 and a half tackles for loss, 25 and a half tackles for loss, four forced fumbles. So um, we're going to talk to him. This move, he's also an NC selection. He moves from Linebacker to inside linebacker previously uh, last season. So we're going to talk to them. We're going to take a quick 30 second break. If, uh, if you're listening on the Podball Radio, you know it's the College Iron Showcase show uh, each and every week. Taking it down and the sneak promo about that show will be back in 30 seconds. Back at it again. It's another edition of the College Good Art Showcase Watchlist Show. Tracking the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week. Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. Broadcasting around the globe. With your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the R.I.C. Rick Saratella. We are on air. Back at it again. It's another edition of the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist Show. Tracking the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week. Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. Broadcasting around the globe. With your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the R.I.C. Rick Saratella. We are on air. All right, we're back from our break. And we've got, uh, we've got the... Players from Duquesne in the building are uh, preseason selections to win it all, fellas. And 
you know, you guys are kind of putting together a dynasty. All you got, all you're doing is winning these days. Uh, how's it feel to be predicted to be a, a first place finish once again? Tell us about, you know, thinking this year, do you 
foresee yourself taking on a bigger leadership role and give us a little taste of uh, the Duquesne offense because I know Dylan, Dylan uh, be cool, I call him be cool. Uh, he's gone. You guys will have a new signal caller back. Huh? Yeah, well, obviously, they're playing double people, but we have two great quarterbacks, and probably still Fred Bumba to be a good camp. We have a great running back. Yeah, PJ Fulmore, multiple running backs. We got the line coming back, wide receivers, yeah, leaders all over the offense. And um, we should on the offensive side and see how we play out. Yeah, I'm taking a look at the NEC first team uh, selections. You guys have a handful of guys there, including yourself. Uh, no stranger, of course, right? Uh, it's like uh, the honorable for you. You're always, always seeing your name up there, right? So, um, what do you think is the one difference from, you know, every every year you start with a clean slate, every team has a different identity. But last year behind it, as you said, and, and you go into the season with fresh outlook. But what do you think is going to be uh, a theme for the upcoming season? Well, the theme for the upcoming season is every season, as Coach Smith tells all of us, we one game at a time. And if we can worry about the conference, we're going to focus on top of the state on the 31st, and that's what we're going to start, and that's where we're going to be the whole camp starting this week. And, you know, for yourself, we like to get a little background information playing style, Nathan, I, I haven't had a chance to really see it in person, but when I come out to a Duquesne here, what kind of player should I expect to see out there? Um, I'd like to say I'll have a short amount of recruiting. Like I said, um, the Mike Backer defense, you can see me playing a lot of downhill starting gaps on the plane, but uh, you know, Patrick is great to come up with the end of questions and then uh, you know, I'm going to add it you have a preference in soccer Whatever the team is. Now, one thing I'm going to let you know, we, we had uh, the Bryant safety out there uh, over here, and he likes to talk a lot of trash. So he, he's the safety. I'm sure he'll be talking trash to you guys. What's your approach when somebody – Comes out to the talk, starts to talk junk to you. Do you give it back to him a little bit, or you just kind of go back to him? I can all say on camera, but. I like that. I like you, sir. Uh, I'm more of a, a quiet guy. You can throw whatever you want at me. I'm going to go back, line up with the race the next one. You don't want me to back around here? Stay down. The other guys take care of that. All right, cool. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys. We got to uh, flip it around. We got some new guys coming in, and uh, I want you guys to link up with Craig right over there. And before you guys hop off at the NFL draft lab, we're going to help guys out. And I know uh, Ben is junior, right? So, uh, you know, after the year is over, we'll be evaluating and trying as much as we can. And next year, will you be going senior as well? So, keep in touch. Yeah, stop. Talk to our guy Craig, and uh, good luck this upcoming season, and uh, they'll get another crown out there, right? Thank you for coming. Got it, guys. Ben Hutt, Nathan Stone, the uh, Duquesne Duke predicted first place finish here, receiving four of the seven first place votes, five and one in the conference, eight and three to the season. So, uh, two Pennsylvania guys, four year starters, two regulars on the NEC. 
all time for the team. We appreciate it, guys. Don't go anywhere. Watching the live stream, Facebook live, Twitter stream. Uh, we're going to have more interviews. We have um, Robert. we got some coaches coming up. The super producer says we got coaches coming up, so we're looking forward to that. Do you know who we're going to have? We're going to have Coach Smith. Oh, so Coach Smith's going to join us next. So, hey, we just got done talking to the two game players. We're going to talk to the head coach now, Coach uh, so Jerry Smith. Come on down, Jerry. Entering his 13th year, 76-54, and 54, record three-time NAAC champ, three-time NEC champ. And once again, predict the uh, first-place finish. We'll report it at NEC. Coach, thanks for joining us. Okay. And uh, we're getting here to the nitty-gritty. The season's just around the corner, and you are predicting
that they have are great, but it's the relationships that we develop with them in their future. Now, having so much staff, I know another part of is keeping that staff intact. So have you been able to keep your assistants together? You got some tenured guys there or any new guys in this, or? It's interesting the way that dynamic plays out. Uh, I've been really fortunate. My defensive coordinator was a head coach at St. Francis prior to coming when I stay home, the Western PA guy. Uh, so I have like two head coaches on, on staff. That experience was invaluable in the league and just as a head coach. Um, and I think you know, he wants to retire there hopefully with me. You know, someday, years down the road. My offensive coordinator, who's with us here, Anthony Doria, who we call an NEC legend because of his playing days here as a quarterback, he's my offensive coordinator. He's a hometown guy. He's a Pittsburgh guy. He's a family guy. My family there. He loves it there. Hopefully, I know sometimes the bigger schools have a better financial situation, but hopefully uh, they can appreciate Pittsburgh and family the same way I do, and they do. Uh, our younger guys develop and some move on. Uh, we're fortunate to have some good GPAs, and, and they, we're just trying to keep that thing going. Yeah, well, you know, we have one of your guys, Christian Coons, down at the Todd's Greer Iron Showcase. I know he just competed in the spring league this past week out in California. He was in an NFL camp for a little bit of time. And then, you know, you talk about the development. You guys did a wonderful job developing the quarterback. They went not cool. We had a talk to him last year at the event. And, uh, I know another guy who, who probably would have had um, a shot at the next level. I think he was nursing some kind of foot injury last time I spoke to him after the season, so I'm not sure what happened after that. But, I mean, just the strides and development that he made from year one to his final season. And now we were just talking to, uh, to Ben and Nathan about the void there at the quarterback position. Uh, what's the approach going to be? Have you named the new starter yet? And what are the expectations for it? No, it's a competition in camp. It was in the spring. Uh, we have two guys, veterans that are, have, you know, one is a fifth year grad transfer tank who came to get his MBS. Another thing that tracks guys like that is we have, you know, academic situation for graduate school. And Brett has been with an understudy is a Dylan Beekle. He's a local guy. He's an understudy. And Brad Brumbaugh is going to compete for that. So both of those guys will compete. They both bring different things to the table. I think they'll, uh, they'll, they'll do a great job compete for it. Well, we're looking forward to it. I uh, appreciate uh, some of your time. And I'm going to be thinking, yep, I'm coming over to the facility. Maybe we can break down some film or something. Uh, you know, after the totally season. Anytime. Hey, okay. thank you, Coach. That's Coach Jerry Smith. Uh, talk about an NEC legend. He's got quite the impressive resume, a six-time conference champ, 76 career wins, and the uh, predicted first-place conference finisher for the upcoming 2017 season. We're uh, halfway through. One hour down, one more to go. So if you're just tuning in, our uh, super producers behind the scenes, in we got eight in. Craig in the building. We've got uh, more schools on the way. Ryan, Central Connecticut State, who's in and close. We're still going to talk to Robert Martin, Take Your Heart, St. Francis, and Wagner. And of course, uh, some other people who uh, wanted to come and get the commissioner. I know uh, we got John Schmelkin. 
the sidebar asset. In the three, the DVR immediate on uh, on demand uh, archives. So it's a great uh, venue and platform for our student athletes and all of our sports to, to get that exposure. The other um, two and innovative project that we're implementing here in football is instant replay. Now, instant replay and stuff is not innovative. I mean, conferences have been doing conferences for years. The NEC has now partnered with a company called Wingle, and they are providing a wireless 11-camera angle uh, shoot that will allow our officials to get every angle possible to get this to call right and you know click on the button. What's really interesting is because it's wireless, you didn't have to buy a cable throughout the stage. The cameras, uh, instead of the $4,000 cameras that others are using, it's $250 camera. It's HD. We've done it at a cost, and it's so much cheaper. Uh, and it will also allow our coaches to utilize that for practice. So they can film their practices. So this is very involved in everything. As we speak. Very So we're excited to unveil that. It's, uh, we're the only conference, any only sports organization. I don't even know if the NFL has private cameras with a replay. That's, that's, you, you might have to have one of those controller guys located in, in New York in, in or something. Hey, call the guy because there's so many cameras going on. But, you know, it's incredible the way technology is constantly evolving and whether it be uh, instant replay cameras or the ability to live stream. Uh, the technology trends just each and every year are just better and better. I know, you know, you see now people are starting to have uh, virtual reality, reality, but do you see any kind of new technology or other kind of trends down the road for the anything that you guys are discussing or kind of, you know, I know like virtual a lot of people are taking a approach, but any other technologies that kind of monitoring out there? Yeah, I mean, part of the uh, instant replay is this company we're working with is going to use artificial intelligence to cameras to know where to go based wow. on what's happening on the field. So you would not need to have a man camera every other day. Another camera. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the other... Um, we're always looking to try to figure out how to deliver content to our fans um, at a way that um, doesn't involve a ton of and a lot of research. And so the thing we're working with is also going to uh, roll out streaming. Uh, okay. And so to be able to provide streaming at some of our campaigns that we haven't been able to do before, men's uh, and women's uh, indoor track and outdoor. Fantastic. Large facilities with so much going on at once that if we can implement this new innovative technology to be able to give our student athletes to compete in those sports and the hall as well, eighteen holes, things happening at every. So we're hoping to really keep our game with um, webcasting our champions. No, that's great. Uh, I love it. I, I think you're setting a new trend here with the, the instant replay, wireless cameras kind of things. And, uh, you know, there's never, it seems like 
there's never a day off being a commissioner at a conference. You always have something going on, and, you know, see, I would say they see the clips of the glamour. It's a great one-day event, but, I mean, even something as a one-day event, months that go into the plan. My job requires a lot of travel, a lot of meetings, so it's much to do that way early. But I know that they're back handling this. They've done a great job. We've implemented a lot of new stations this year with the social media. We brought in a also doing our sponsor settlement, we're bringing our any sponsors as well as the financial sponsors. We have a business to business opportunity to talk with each other about how they can align their businesses. But more importantly, is we are going to connect our student athletes that are here with sponsors. We've given them their participation. We're introducing our student athletes directly to those sponsors to say, hey, He's a criminology, criminology major. You're a private control. You do identity theft. There's a there. So we had a connection last year with one of our student athletes, Chucky Winty. If you remember, he connected with a sponsor here last year um, through the marketing provider, the Insperity. And uh, they connected, they clicked in together, they took and then Chris and the gentleman from Insperity served as a reference to the image of the That's great. We're trying to provide an opportunity to come in off the field. What if a uh, sponsor wants to get involved with the issue? What's the best way to go to do that? Let's see. Call the interactive here, Andy Allison, um, in our office of Andy C. Uh, but yeah, we're able to package our with proposals that.
we hope they're better people when they're leaving. Absolutely. And we focus a lot on community service efforts. Uh, and so our institutions last year donated over 20,000 hours of wow. community service in their uh, local communities. So we're very proud of what our student-athletes are doing. You know, it's, they're not take they give back quite a bit. And so we are uh, really kind of honing in on that and promoting the fact that our student-athletes are not only leaders, but the leaders in their community when they graduate and they understand the importance of giving back and making the world around you a better place. There's so much value to that. And, uh, you, you have a great chef. Andrew and uh, Ralph, Andrew Alia, and Ralph Mentry, these guys are top notch. And I know Andrew's been around a while now. So he's like, he's like part of the wallpaper. Uh, yeah. That's what I love. Our staff, we've got you know, Andy and Ron for 18, 19 years. Um, so we've got that long uh, And then we have some of our eight and nine years. And we have Chris uh, Horton, who's our newest member. He was hired. He was an internist with us last year. He is magnificent and graphic. Um, and you've noticed, uh, we I have, yeah, I have noticed that. So, I'm a little jealous. Yeah, we are, we're able to keep them around. So we're really excited about my, I mean, it's that. I cannot, like, I cannot get on the road all the Zoom. I do not have to worry. They are at home. They're getting it done. Um, and they make me look on a daily basis. I, uh, I try not to take all the credit because they're doing all the Somebody has <laughs> one, one, of the, one of the benefits of being the commissioner of the NEC conference, that's Maureen Morris. We always appreciate some time. Great stuff. And uh, looking forward to the upcoming season. And, uh, you know, hopefully I see you at one of the games throughout the course of the year. If not, I know we'll be we'll back uh, right here next year. Well, same time yes. next year. We appreciate it. North Morris, NEC, uh, NEC front row. We are going to uh, transition some seats. We're going to keep it moving and grooving on the live stream, Twitter, and Facebook. And um, next up, we're going to take some uh, some from Robert Barn, Sacred Heart, Saint Francis, and Wagner. Uh, Andy, you want to come on now? Hold on, we got. All right, so we are switching it up here. We've got. Yeah, yeah, come on. Come on, we got Andrew Alia, which spoke to the commissioner, uh, Noreen Morris, and live here on the live stream. And uh, one of the scenes that makes it all in here, uh, incredible event. Once again, thank you for having us. And, uh, very, very well organized. I can't say enough about how important that is when I go to different countries. Well, that's great. We're thrilled to have you here today. Um, this is a real special day for the conference. Uh, met with Dave for the last event. We have I think the main spoke a little bit about as well. We also combine this as a, uh, a sponsor summit. So we bring together all of our partners and give them a chance to do some networking. And also, you can see that. We know that's what we're trying to do. Uh, so that's a experience, and hopefully uh, the networking opportunities and the pursuit of careers off the field, uh, that's sort of the goal. So it's not bad to have you. Yeah, no, that's a great program. Uh, you know, the commission was just telling us how some of the student athletes are introducing themselves to the companies and life after football. They 
get connections, and that's what it's really all about, right, is networking aspect. Right? It is. It's in reality, you pretty good at the conference. You know, we don't have a ton of players in the NFL. We have, you know, very kind of, but most of them are more professional in, you know, off the field. And that's what we're really focusing on trying to, you know, provide more opportunities, uh, you know, with the Naples introduction, networking opportunities to that nature. And uh, it's good stuff. Like I said, we're happy and we can't feedback on it. And nobody knows this conference better than you. I was joking <laughs> with I mean you're like part of the furniture now, right? You've been here quite a while. So the commissioner is technically your title, but you, you wear a lot of hats. I do, I do. I am older than most of the furniture in the office. Your point. But no, it's cool. I started many years ago uh, as an intern.
great opposition for Chris. And also, I'd like to get that opposition with the media, attacking it, social media, all these different things. That's where the opportunity lies, especially with the sports. And we're seeing now that that's where it's at. So, uh, yeah, I think it was a great point. I mean, Oh, yeah, and, and the graphics, I love the turn, I mean, the, the, the signage and the logos, they look beautiful. The NEC front rows, the video animations and stuff, I'm so jealous of. These guys are doing such incredible stuff, uh, especially as I was talking Not the, the NEC doesn't have the budget of the SEC, right? But what you guys are doing with the NEC front row, the media network, Social media, I mean, this is invaluable. Yeah, it's terrific and funny that we, we do the best that we can with our resources. Um, but right. just to echo your point, we appreciate it. I was glad you're here today. And this is just such a special event. So I hope, uh, hope you join yourself, Rick. And oh, yeah. And talk to the coaches and players. Uh, we're, uh, it's, uh, it's, like I said, this is really the first time all the way. Oh, yeah. We, we uh, appreciate you guys having us here. Uh, quite honestly, it's, it's one of the favorite events that I look forward to. Uh, our second year being back, it, it was probably our favorite event last summer. Probably my favorite event of the summer. I'm a Jersey guy as well. I love being in that life. And, man, you guys have everything for this last year. So it's a wonderful, wonderful event. And uh, I know now you got to get ready and coordinate a, a basketball media day coming up in the near future so you guys can have a rest. But, is there anything before this? I'm sure you got it. What, what's your next match? Not necessarily football, but what do you guys got in the coming up? Anything? You know, it's funny. The summertime, you usually think it's kind of a downtime. But for me, my role, especially the busiest time of the year, he's got a big, uh, one of the most people every summer is a freshman gift bag. We give out 8,000 conference gift bags to all of our incoming students. So we incorporate the sponsors with that. We have to introduce themselves to uh, all the colleges, not just the athletes. Um, well, you know, preparing for the upcoming year ahead, uh, obviously football season taking off, the other fall sports, and then uh, you mentioned it, our basketball media at the Barclays Center, very similar event to this, and it's like it's another great showcase for the league, so that's something that we're ready for, in the process of preparing for that event, and um, like I said, it's not just school, we should have you at that one Hey, you know, you know Adam Schefter crossed over, so I'm thinking about it now, maybe I'll come to you. Come on, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's <laughs>
another edition of the College Art Showcase Watchlist Show. Tracking the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week. Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. Broadcasting around the globe. With your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the R.I.C. Rick Saratella. We are on air. <laughs> Back at it again. It's another edition of the College Good Art Showcase Watchlist Show. Tracking the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week. Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. Broadcasting around the globe. With your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the R.I.C. Rick Saratella. We are on air. All right, we're back from our commercial break here. We're uh, getting ready for the Wagner football program, uh, you know, a very up-and-coming program. And, you know, we've been talking about the Northeast Conference predictions, and I have yet to give my predictions. And Duquesne received four first-place votes. Wagner received two. We also had a third school receive some first-place votes. St. Francis had one. But my prediction, I'm with the Wagner bandwagon. I'm leading that charge, and uh, we're going to talk to Coach Haas and some of his players here in attendance, Alex Thompson, who we spoke about earlier on the show. Uh, we also have Santori, uh, Tony Graham, the defensive leader of that Wagner Seahawks uh, team. So we're going to get some guys in here in just a second. And if you're just tuning in, we were talking Wagner football earlier in the show with Craig Red and some of the guys on our Cosgood are watch list. Uh, Wagner, when you talk about NFL draft prospects, is probably, you know, top heavy in this conference. They got quite a few players on the radar. We talked about Jordan Nashville. We talked about Greg Sinat. Uh, and, of course, the, the guns when you're going to have on the set Alex Thompson and his uh, cannon arm. So uh, we'll we'll get those guys situated in just a second. How are we doing there, super producer team over there? We're we're still live here on the Facebook and Twitter. We're getting our uh, super producer team situated, and uh, we can get these guys in. I think you might have to swap out the, the headset over there, Craig, if you want to swap out one for the other. I don't know if this one is working or not. So we'll get these guys on here, and really looking forward to. It. We're going to get these. We're ready to go. Let's do it. We're going to welcome in Coach Hoss. There he is. Come on in, Coach. Grab the chair. You know what, Craig? Might have to go back to this one. Watch this live show. Got a headset for you guys here. I'll see you, man. Long time to see you. Welcome to the show. And, uh, Coach, let's start off with you. Uh, building off of first season, 6-5 and five last year, 4-2 and two in the conference, uh, predicted third-place finisher in the preseason poll, but two first-place votes, so some are paying attention. And uh, I think this is really the year that you guys are going to sprint for. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice when you get some respect as far as that goes and first-place votes and everything. But at the end of the day, Years a new team, and we lost some key guys last year. Um, this team started to be built in December of uh, 2016, and went through winter training and spring football in the summer. So, um, I'm excited about the guys we have to come back, but again, it's uh, 
team new year. So with that being said, start with the clean slate. What's going to be the theme of the new team this year? Uh, you got obviously Alex coming back, uh, which is uh, invaluable experience at the quarterback position. But what's, what's the motto for you guys heading into this year? I mean, as far as we go, it's always playing hard. You know, we have four teams rules here. No excuses. Why not to play hard? And I think whenever you play hard than the other team, you have a chance, regardless of what's going to happen. Um, we talked about doing everything. If we get it good before we want to go to break now, individually and as a whole. So those are just some of the things we tried to focus on last December. Good to great. I mean, you guys are like all over the place with the camps and everything. No days off there at the Wagner program. Uh, Coach Yost is a recruiting coordinator. He is a grinder, to say the least. So he's uh, he's done a great job as, as well as the whole staff as far as getting out there and, and trying to get the Wagner name and, and out there to everybody you know, across the country. And just I think we have a special thing going in Wagner College. I think uh, the college as a whole, location, uh, academically, and uh, just trying to spread You mentioned the recruiter. That's one of the things I want to talk to you about because when I scroll through the roster of the conference, I look up and down, I look at the hometown, the front state. You guys are like all over the country. I'm seeing guys from Florida. I'm seeing all over the place. Probably the most diverse roster I saw in the conference. How do you do that being an FBS well, I think, you know, number one, we do, we try and get the best players from New York City to, to come to Wagner first and foremost, and then we get the jersey. But, yeah, we've always nationally, especially the East Coast. You know, when Coach Amon was the head coach, um, I was responsible for Florida, but we recruited all up and down the East Coast, and uh, there's good players everywhere. Uh, in the country, there's about 50,000 high schools that play football, so uh, there's a lot of good players out there, and we we'll try and get, uh, get it to the best of them. And those New York, New Jersey guys, it's not always so, so like, easy to keep around, huh? They got those great players in Jersey. And, um, you know, I think uh, there's enough to go around. Uh, here's one, one of them right here to the right of me is uh, Alex Thompson. I had a chance to, to talk to you at the Wagner Pro Day a little bit. And uh, doing some interesting stuff with the Wagner offense, the post-style type of system. I know you guys lost one of the to uh, San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. You are uh, pretty much running almost an identical type of team. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Uh, my coach came well with her. He has on top of his side on the defense. So, it's going to be an easy transition from uh, Coach Kang to Coach Calgary. So, we run with everyone on the same set. There's nothing to change at all. So, there's not going to be much of a learning curve. You guys will just keep in stride doing what you're doing. How about for you personally, a big year last year, uh, 24-36 passing, 16 touchdowns, five interceptions, and uh, don't let the big frame for the 5.5 300-yard rushing last year for the big fella, too. So what's the area of your game or the aspect of the game that you wanted to improve on the most? Going into the season. Well, you know, uh, more knowledge about the offense. That was one thing I wanted to do in this offseason was get more knowledge about what happened was a huge thing for us. So being able to have Coach Gang and Coach Rob teach me a little bit about what their systems are, it was an easy transition to uh, getting some more knowledge about that and getting knowledge about what you've been trying to do to do uh, Coach, do you agree? I think a play actual a guy that's mobile, athletic, and like that could add another dimension to the offense. 
Yeah, yeah no, no question. question. I mean, we made a change uh, from a schematic standpoint after the 2016 uh, season. For that reason, really, the play-action game, and turn your back to the defense a little bit, sells the play-action a little more than what we're in the gun. Um, and I think it just you know, it stresses linebackers, it stresses safeties, and that's where you get your big plays. Now, the offense will uh, be doing what they do. How about on the defensive side of the ball? We're going to talk to Tony here in a second, but on the defensive side, any changes or same schematics, or what's the game plan ahead of this year? Um, not a lot of changes. You know, I think that's uh, now when you talk about defense. I just think um, you have to play with the passion, play with the, uh, uh, an aggressive style, which we did last year. And, and again, it's a new team, new year, and. Uh, I love the guys we have coming back there as far as how much they love playing the game of football and they want to play it the right way. And, um, you know, we challenge them every day and they challenge themselves every day to make sure they're preparing the right way uh, with a great deal of passion. Yeah, I smile too when I hear the word defense. I'm a defensive-minded guy. And Alex, don't get mad at me, but I always believe defense and running the ball still win championships. I don't care what level of football you're in. You guys have a hell of a runner in that night, too, coming back over six yards to carry last year. Yeah, I mean, he's a big athlete. The guy's up front, coming back to, to help him to make sure that he, uh, uh, no one's tackling him when he's getting a hand up. Um, but uh, he's, he's definitely an exciting athlete. He brought a couple other guys in as well um, at that position. So there'll be competition across the board at, at a lot of spots. But, uh, yeah, Denzel had a very good year statistically last year and excited about what he's done since last year. Yeah, I think I see him here on the team selection. Uh, just released that today. Uh, you are also team selection. Did you know that, sir? You are, okay. All right. Ken Tony, the quiet man over there, it's time for you. we got to get into your game a little bit because uh, incredible season last year. The team tackled it. Interception all over the field there. But before we get into the game, we're going to talk about the security. Arlington, Virginia guy. How did you wear it? Um, well, my high school coach and Coach Hall had a good one. So that's how I'm going to be in my house. I went on the bridge. I wasn't sure where I wanted to go. So Coach building the bridges at the high school networks all up and down that that's part of the deal. What can you tell us about Antonio here before I ask him? What, what does he bring to the table for you? He, uh, he embodies exactly what one of the defensive players. As a student athlete in general at Wagner, Antonio works extremely hard. He leads by example. He's a captain as a, as a redshirt uh, sophomore. You know, so he'll be a three-year captain for us. Um, he just does things the way they're supposed to be done. We talk about what and how. You know, do what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, how it's supposed to be done. And uh, he, he challenges himself every day with everything he does um, to be the best person he can be, the best player. That's what we're looking for. And he plays the game with that energy. And Tony, great praise from your coach there. Uh, three-time captain. What does it mean to you for the team to, to view you in that leadership role uh, as a sophomore and a three-time team captain? What's the secret sauce there? Like the guy that gets in their faces, leads by example, behind the scenes, on the side. Talk to us about your leadership. Um, I would say mostly I'm a behind the scenes kind of guy. Um, I'm not a big wah wah type of person. Um, but 
it's a, it's a great experience and at the end of the day. It's a competition, and, and our guys love to compete, and we love to compete. And um, I think it's an overall it's, – it's a positive for the entire program and for our kids. Uh, I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to I'll be there, like I said. I'm going to try to get to as many games as I can. But, uh, looking forward to the start of the season. Uh, looking forward to visiting the beautiful Wagner campus once again. And uh, tell Coach Patterson I said hello over there. Appreciate the time. Alex, looking forward to seeing you out there. And uh, enjoy New Jersey while you can the other side of the river. My side of the river. <laughs> I keep it locked. We're going to keep it going on the live stream out there. And uh, we got some more coaches, some more players. We're going to switch it up. Make sure you see our guy, Todd Ritter, and Jeff Hayes. Make sure that you link up with him, too, uh, for the All-Star event that we do down in Texas. So we're going to switch you guys up. You can leave the headphones on the table. And uh, you don't have to go home, but you got to go somewhere. The granite of rock for the Wagner football program uh, coming off the 65 record. They're building this bad boy up. You heard it here first. I'm on the Wagner bandwagon. I'm driving that train. Uh, two first place votes. Duquesne was such a win for guys now, so I, mean, I know uh, the predictions haven't always come out to be true. So uh, not a whole heck of a lot to win, but again, it's good to see people take notice because it's one of the best few years ago, right? And yeah. people have to take a little confidence. It's a great job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate it. All right, so let's talk to my guest. We'll get some more interviews coming up. Uh, we are on the tonight. We got a stadium here in New Jersey. And that was a Jersey guy. New Jersey, uh, like you heard Coach say, it's not only the easy case of New York. New Jersey guys in today, but we got Virginia. We got guys part of uh, the Wagner roster, definitely one of the most, if not the most, type of person. They're doing a heck of a job. He's doing the time. Entering his third year now as the head coach there. And he was offensive coordinator when they won the NEC championship back in 2012 and 2014. And they're going to look to uh, win another NEC championship here in 2016. So definitely great times. And, uh, those were two of the NFL prospects that we're definitely watching to keep an eye on. One at one, we have San Antonio is a junior. Thank you. Oh, Alex is a junior. Okay, so that's okay. It's live radio. That's what we do. Uh, and you know that's why, that's why we come to the media days to clear it up. And that's a conversation I had the other day because we've seen this at San Antonio. We've seen it at San Antonio. And Craig, just so you know, NEC first team from the conference itself has been listed as a team. So academically, come on, obviously, guys, academically, Alex would be a senior, but a junior technically, so all these Rathnicks out here, clear horses, uh, Another year of eligibility there. Now we got the Robert Morris program uh, joining us. Robert Morris is in the building um, here on the NFL show. Welcome to the show, guys. And uh, Coach, appreciate being here. Yeah. Uh, Rick, thank you. Cool. Cole, 
Welcome New Jersey. Welcome to the Matt Life Stadium. Uh, how's the day treating you guys so far? Oh, very well, thanks. Obviously, we um, struggling as a program the last three years, but it's nice to come out here and get a breath of fresh air down here before we start training camp. That is it. Finance the last your Super Bowl days were, were before my time, but you've got the uh, impressive resume, a, a guy that's been here and done that, and whether these guys want to go on and get at the next level in life or football, you, you've paved that way and, and done that. Well, I, I try to be a role model for our players. There's no question about that. Um, my career was uh, very exciting, and um, I was, um, you know, it, it was just in the, I was in the right place at the right time coming out of college, and things worked out very well for me. There's no question about that. Um, these guys know my history, um, but what's important to them is the way that I coach today and, and, and the way I treat them. Players. Um, I, I want these kids to graduate from college. I want them to have uh, as many opportunities as they can have um, in their future. Um, my future is pretty much established. What I've done in the past history, um, these are the two, two good examples of what Robert Morris University do for our student athletes. Yeah, well, before I get to Jerusalem, I can tell us because you're entering your fourth season as the head coach, building up this program, what can the fans, the people, the media expect to see out there on a football Saturday? Well, I'm excited about the year's football team. Uh, we have an awful lot more experience coming into the season. Uh, we have uh, five or six players that have three or eleven coming into the program, which we haven't had in the past uh, three years. Uh, we've, um, as long as we stay healthy offensively, we're going to be a much football team defensively. We have a better unit led by throughout and in the secondary. Uh, those kids are very, very talented back there. We'll do very well on on, um, on defense. Uh, last year we scored seven times on special teams. Those kids are all back, and uh, we expect their special teams to uh, to be able to help carry the load defensively. It's good to have Cole Blake back uh, after a year um, with a um, with a knee injury. Uh, he's back. He's healthy. He's big, strong, and um, uh, we're going to have some good competition at quarterback. Uh, which is going to be very important for us uh, in order for us to move offensively. So will the quarterback competition be open heading into camp, or is there an established starter in place? I see that by now. It is open and going into training camp. Um, um, our offensive coordinator, Mike Miller, and I had a discussion about that on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to rotate the first four practices, give uh, all four Back to an opportunity to run first team offense. Um, we'll win that down after the first week to the top two. And uh, by the way, mark of training camp, uh, we'll have our number one finished training camp into uh, state week. Well, we're not the only school is a here that are going to have the open competition uh, heading into camp. And we'll be keeping an eye to see how that plays out. But let's talk a little bit of offense. You mentioned that Cole 
Welcome back here. Uh, first of all, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. And there's nothing like a little bit of electricity in life to learn. Uh, it like this from the sidelines of watch. I know it's very humbling. But it's amazing. Everything happens with you. After a year off, I learned a lot of time in me.
Villarreal, another guy with NFL playing experience. And Malik, Rick, finally communicating on Twitter. And I told you we'd connect at some point. Welcome to the show. And at the show's hobby here, Cameron Lewis is going to be hearing a lot of his name. If you haven't already, come up to these guys are big, so I'm going to make a here. Now I'm going to... 
go a week here in a second and move back up again practice on that location. And I also had that So you're playing against some NFL caliber type um, what, what are we gonna see Who's getting the best? <laughs> okay, well, let's ask uh, Malik. Malik Duncan here um, going up against Cam. He's a tall uh, glass of water here to try to cover, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's all down. He's all down. So, is, is it true, true what it says? Is you think that it's equal? I give it equal. It's equal. Well, let's uh, talk about your role this upcoming season because you heard Coach say that the, there's a lot of guys you lost, the leadership void, especially right there in the secondary. Now the uh, the harness is on your shoulders. You kind of step up and take on that leadership role. You kind of see yourself playing that kind of role. All equal, all around the secondary, from first to the last guys, we all are equal together. And um, that's, you know, you get muscle, you know, you got different type of leaders, and I bring my part of the game, and everybody else in the secondary bring their part of the game, like Rondo Boyd, you know, uh, Hakeem Kennard, you can find Jalen Wells, Darren Williams, you know, different corners, and Nick Rennell as a safety, Jake Hyde, we go on and on about everybody bring their different flavor and leadership into the game every day. And Coach Bishop, Coach Decor, make sure that we get to jail together and get get right. So everybody, you got different leaders. That's gonna help us. And I see uh, 58 tackles last year, a couple tackles for loss. Any team preseason first team selection, not too shabby, right? So heading into the year, a lot of expectations on you. How about? You know, I just asked Cameron uh, heading into the year what he's trying to work on, getting better at any particular area of your game that you're trying to improve. Um, just get better all around. Uh, I'm really excited to keep you know, my coaches to dissect everything I do, and I'm a real student on the game, and they're going to make sure, you know, get all the little details that I might not see and can't, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm just doing everything equal, as I usually do, and harder, and doing a little bit harder every day, and I know once I get in the camp, they're going to do all the little pieces and put them together so and make me a complete player, so that's a good thing. And uh, you're heading into your senior year, yes. Yeah. And you're going to be a sophomore or a junior, so uh, you're going to have this guy for another two years. Um, coach, you know the recruiting here. We've got a a Cali guy, a Cleveland guy. And what, what's the uh, recruiting? You guys, what's the benefit of coming to play at the spring? You have an opportunity to come in and play. You have an opportunity to play. Get a great education. You know, the most important thing. Uh, and you have an opportunity to go to the first and try to be hard.
favorite player now play in the league where they play for pay. So he's been there, he's done that. We did this kind of guy the process at all. I think that's maybe another added benefit of someone who's kind of been there and done that. So basically the advice I gave him is, you know, I'm going to work every day. You know, you're going to make a mistake. Short-term memory, forget it. Keep working. You know, ask questions. Get on every step. You know, and have a couple years ago. They'll teach you.
the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible, broadcasting around the globe with your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the R.I.C. Rick Saratella. We are on air. All right, back at it again for our home stretch of the show. We're just winding down. We're going to see if we can track down the sacred heart, fellas. If not, we'll uh, put a ribbon and a bow on this package here. This was a great, great day here at the NEC Social Media Day, MetLife Stadium. We're on location here with the NFL Draft Bible. We host Rick Caratella talking to all the coaches and players, getting the nitty-gritty, getting the season preview, finding out who's who and what's what here at the NC Social Media Day. We just spoke to the St. Francis program, Coach Villarreal, building a great program there, and even has uh, guys going on to the next level. Of course, he played a decade in the league. Uh, we had um, the coach from Robert Mars uh, also, an NFL one three-time Super Bowl winner. We started off the show uh, with Craig Red. We spoke about the college winner and showcase and symposium, some of the opportunities for players here in that event. Uh, we also had the commissioner, Maureen Morris, was on to tell us about some of the technology and 11 camera instant replay, some of the things that NED front row is doing. It looks like we back down and I think um, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up with that. Um, yeah, I don't think we can. You know, they're just getting started now, so uh, we're probably not gonna be able to do the uh, Sacred Heart guys here. But um, I will tell you that the uh, Sacred Heart football team last year. And five, one and five in the conference. Uh, Coach Mark Milkey entering uh, five seasons, 33.5 career records, represented by Andrew on and Kevin Harry here today. But, uh, they are now the live program of the portion. Uh, so we're going to have to wrap it up. We appreciate everybody in and watching. Um, you know, we will definitely. All of our interviews are archived on the YouTube channel on the NFL Draft. We have a website. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow at the Landon College Youth Football event. We have the NFL Training Camp show coming up. If you want to get on board with the sponsorship opportunity, please reach out to that RSP NFL Draft Bible. Follow us on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible. And uh, that's about going to wrap up the show. And uh, if you just do it in, you want to catch the show in its entirety, we are now on iTunes, on SoundCloud, of course, here on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, thank you very much for tuning in. I will be your host, Chris Aristotle.